makers of Weber's Bread present your all-star Western Theater. Outstanding Russian star Eddie Dean, and a story of the West prepared especially for him. My name is Cottonseed Clark, and here are the writers of the Purple Sage. Here she comes, look her roll. Where she goes, sweet that cold. Watch her fly, look at her sail. Let her by, by, by the farm old and the excitement of the early West. But little is said about the dreary routine of operating a great cattle spread. Guarding the herd through long, lonely nights, weeks of riding fence, and the long, blizzard-filled winter months were very monotonous. That's why the cowpunchers looked forward to mealtime. It was a break in their daily routine. And today, mealtime is something to look forward to also, especially when Weber's bread is served. Because Weber's bread is firm and even-textured. It has an appetizing appearance and a distinctive flavor that adds enjoyment to any meal. Weber's bread is good for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Buy a loaf of Weber's bread next time you go shopping. Believe me, you'll like it. To each his own likes and dislikes in music. But it takes genuine sincerity and realness in a song to win the favor of the masses. Songs that are made to rhyme with blue and you. Weary hearts and lots of little darlings here and there. That's the Western Heart Song. Simplicity in words and music. The writers of the Purple Sage clearly define the meaning as they sing, No One to Cry To. No one to cry to. Someone to say I do 
always a pleasant chore to introduce to you all-star Western theater listeners your good friend and mine, Eddie Dean, one of the great new stars of the Western screen. Although his bid for screen fame is comparatively new, the fine Western singing voice of Eddie Dean has been a family friend of yours for many years on radio and record. And now at your local theater, he's making millions of new friends every day all over the nation. For his return appearance on your all-star Western theater, he is heard as Eddie Sloan in a story of the Western titled Back to Old Wyoming. Friends and neighbors, Eddie Dean. Bywaters has just returned from a school term in the East, as in Nanda's enjoying a party dance given in her honor at her father's Raster J. Ranch. Although not the type to express his enthusiasm to any great extent, June's return is a very special event to Eddie Sloan, son of a wealthy neighboring rancher. Well, how does it feel to be home again? Oh, wonderful. I've missed all of this. Is that all you've missed? I've missed you, Eddie. Lost. Look, June, why can't we be married now? After no, all, Eddie, it's... not yet. Please don't ask me again. But, honey, ever since we were kids, it's been like this between us. What's wrong with getting married? Nothing, except that... I don't know how to explain it. I can give you everything in the world. Dad has money to burn and... That's just the trouble, Eddie. What do you mean? Let's not talk about it now. We'd better get back inside the house. After all, this is my party. Say, hey, I've been looking everywhere for you two. How about coming on here and joining the party? And how about you mind your own business for a change? Why, Eddie? Oh, I didn't mean anything by it, Eddie. Everybody's wanting to know where you were, and I thought I'd come out and see if I could find you. All right, you found us. Now get going. Eddie, I'm surprised at you. Certainly we'll go with you, Bob. Now, just a minute, Miss June. Look, Sloan, you don't order me around like you do the rest of the hands that work for your old man. Please, Bob. And beginning right now, you don't work for him anymore. You're fired. Oh, this has gone far enough. Not until I've done something I've wanted to do for a long time. Bob, what do you mean? All right, Sloan, get up and fight. You won't get by with this. Then now's the time to prove I won't. Oh, Bob, please, don't hit him again. I'm sorry, Miss June, but I've been wanting to do that for a long time. And so has every other man on the ranch. Get up, Eddie. We're going inside. I'm not going anywhere. I don't blame you. Take me in, Bob. Hello, Eddie. June, uh, I just wanted to tell you that I... Well, I'm sorry about what happened last night. You should be glad about it. What do you mean by that? That's the reason I won't marry you, Eddie, as much as I think of you. I still don't understand. And I'll try to explain it to you. You have no thought or consideration for anyone but Eddie Sloan. Your father never made you get out and work and try to make something of yourself, to understand other people. You've had a silver spoon in your mouth all your life, 
Well, you expect everyone to bow down to you. But, June, I... You listen to me. When Bob Norman knocked you down last night, it made me sick to see you lie there and do nothing about it, even though you were in the wrong. You haven't the nerve to fight back. No, Eddie. I wouldn't marry you. We've been sweethearts since we were kids in grammar school, and I don't think I could ever love anyone else, but you'll never be a husband of mine until you make something of yourself that your father's money failed to do. Is that all you have to say? Except for one thing. You're a wonderful person in spite of your weaknesses. But I'm tired of having people laugh at you. I want to be proud of you, Eddie. And until I can be, I... I don't want to ever see you again. How's that new hand Sloan working out, Marty? Pretty good, boss. Claims to have been born and raised on a cattle ranch. But he sure got a lot to learn. Well, hams are pretty scarce right now. Reckon we'd better put up with them. You got a handy to him, though. He'll tackle anything you give him. Does he get along with the other men? Oh, I reckon so. He doesn't have anything to do with him. He's always off by himself somewhere. Well, maybe he'll be all right. By the way, send a half a dozen men out on that Brandon job in the morning. We gotta rush that work up a bit. All right, boss. In fact, I'd better go along myself. Report back to me when the job's done. Won't take more than a couple of days. Let me know when you get back. Right. That's the last one of them. Get the iron ready. All set, Joe. Run the calves out first. And Wyoming, give me a hand. You too, Skinner. I'm with you, Marty. Wyoming, you throw them calves. I'll put the iron to them. And Skinner, keep the fire hot. All right, let's go. Okay, Marty, the iron's ready. Turn them over, Wyoming. Come on, on, throw that calf. Here, get out of the way. You act like a tenderfoot. Now, just a minute. You don't have to go shoving me around. Well, there's a job to do. I believe in doing it right. Now, move aside. All right, boys. Take it easy. Maybe I didn't handle the calf right, but I don't like your attitude. Then see how you like this. Oh, All right, Skinner. Come on. Don't get hot-headed. That's enough. It's a personal matter now, Marty. Come on, tenderfoot. Get up and fight. If that's what you want, now it's my time to... Oh, he's had enough. Now leave him alone. Let that be a lesson to you, Wyman. Don't ever cross me. I still don't like to be pushed around, Skinner. So, what do you think of this? Now, look at here, Wyoming. I don't want to hit you again. Now, now let well enough alone. As long as I can see, I'm going to fight. So, here. Let up on him. Come on, Skinner. You got to let up. Now, see what you've done with that hot head of yours, Marty. I didn't want to keep punching him. He just kept begging for more. Well, take this bucket of water and throw in his face. That ought to pull him together. All right. Here it goes. Hey, Sloan. Sloan. Come out of it. Doggone, a calf must have kicked me in the head. How you feeling, Wyoming? Oh, pretty good. Oh, it's you. Now, look, I didn't want to do this to you, but he was asking for it. Oh, that's that's all right. I'm much obliged to you anyway. Much obliged? For what? Oh, you wouldn't understand. So let it go at that. No hard feelings. Well, what do you know about that? How you feeling, Wyoming? Oh, hello, Marty. I don't feel all right. Chin's a little bit out of place. You want to come over and sit around the campfire with us for a while? No, I'll just lie here. I want to do a little thinking. You know, Wyoming, you're always off by yourself like this. The boys are beginning to think you don't go for their company very much. Oh, it isn't that. It's just... Well, I just figured that the best way to keep my mouth shut is to stay away from any excuse to open it. You see, Marty, 
I'm trying to learn to live around people all over again. But this time to do it right. I'm not sure, but I think I understand. Maybe you do. I might tell you about it someday. Tell me, why did you keep rushing Skinner today when you knew good and well you'd get knocked down again? I wanted to find out something. What, for instance? Two things. First, I wanted to see if I could take it. And second, I wanted to see how much pain there was to getting defeated. Well, you proved you could take it. And as far as the pain, how about that? <laughs> A little rough the first three times he hit me. But the fourth time, everything was mighty peaceful-like. <laughs> how about coming over with us? No, I'll just lie here and carry on with my singing. One of the boys brought a guitar along. We might do a little singing. Well, that's different. <laughs> In fact, I do a little singing myself. Good. Come on. Be right with you. Hello there, Wyoming. How you feeling? All right, all right. Still got my teeth. <laughs> We're on good terms, are we, Wyoming? Yeah, the best. Get out your guitar, Shorty. Eddie says he's a singer. Let's have some music. Now, don't build me up too much, Marty. I just said I like to sing. What'll it be, Eddie? Oh, I don't know. I'll start one and you boys join in with me. Hit me a D on the guitar. Somewhere in old Wyoming Lives a girl I love We used to stroll in the gloaming Under the stars above Oh, how I wish I could see about Wyoming. What I want to know is what about the girl in that thing? What girl? The one in the song. Oh, her. Well, there's very few songs there without a girl in them. But come to think about it, the girl in this song does sound mighty real, doesn't she?
Well, boss, we got that branding job cleaned up and out of the way. Good. You can start to work getting the east section ready for market Monday morning. All right. See you later. Fine, Marty. And by the way, how'd Sloan make out? Great. I had quite a nice talk with him. The way I got him figured out, he's trying to educate himself to get along with people and learning to be a man at the same time. Well, I hope he makes a go of it. At least it's a good trait for a man to have. Hey, Skinner, what's all that shooting down in the draw? Oh, that's Wyoming. Well, what's he shooting at? Tin cans. He's pretty good, too. I'll be doggone. The next thing you know, he's going to be going into town trying to pick a gunfight to see how good he is. Yeah, he's liable to do just that. Say, what's wrong with your eye? It's all swollen. Oh, Wyoming clipped me one. Have you let that hothead of yours get loose again? Oh, no. I've been teaching him how to use his mitts, and he's getting better than the teacher. We got troubles. What's wrong? What's happened? I heard in the North Pasture has just been rustled. Not a head left. Now we got rustlers to contend with again. I thought they'd let up on this part of the country. You want me to round up the men? Yeah, and you'd better not waste any time. Leave a few men here, and then the rest of you see what you can do toward tracking them down. Marty, I'll take you, Hank, Slim, Skinner, Allen, and Jerry. Eddie, you and Joe better stay here at the ranch. Now, look, Marty, I'd like to go along with the men. Sorry, Wyoming, but somebody's got to stay here. We've had this trouble before, and these men know their way about this part of the country. Yeah, Did you ever catch them before? No, but... Uh... Then I can't do any worse than that. Look, now, this isn't like going to town on Saturday. We'll let it go at that. You'll have to stay here. All right. Now, men, the only way those cattle could have been driven away from here is over Rocky Creek to the west. We'll cross and then scatter. They possibly split the herd in several directions. Let's get going. Okay. What you saddling up for, Wyoming? Oh, I just thought I'd take a little ride. Yeah, but Marty told us to stay here. Unless you tell them somebody will know I'm gone. And I've got an idea how those rustlers got away with that herd. Well, I wouldn't say anything about it, Wyoming. Uh, that is, if you let me go along. Then saddle up. Just hope that Parker doesn't go looking for a hand about the place the next few hours. Because there won't be anybody here. Right with you. Oh, boy, easy. Hold up there. Ooh. Well, Joe, here's where Marty and the boys crossed the Rocky Creek. Now what do we do? Well, there's no need to cross over because Marty and the other men are covering that side. Well, there's no need to stay on this side. We ain't going to find a Russell herd on our own property. Then there's just one thing to do. I don't get you. Ride down the creek. Oh, now, that's no good. A quarter of a mile down, and the water's too deep for them to pass through. And beyond the deep water, it's clear rock bed for miles, running right through past Picture Canyon there and to the mountains. Well, so what? Well, wouldn't it be mighty easy to swim a herd through the short strip of water? By golly, you got something there. Well, come on, let's go. Get up, boy. Come on. Well, here we are, Joe. If this country from here on isn't a rustler's paradise, I'll cash in and quit. You're dead right about that. Hey, Wyoming, look, just below that tree. That's it. That's where they brought the herd out of the creek bottom. And at the end of those tracks, we're going to find the herd of cattle. Come on, let's go. Oh, hold up there, boy. Joe, look. Down below in that canyon. Yeah, well, what do you know about that? There's a herd, and from the looks of things from here, they're in the process of changing the brands on them right now. 
I thought we'd do. Go back and get Marty and the other men? You can do what you want to do, but I'm going to make a play at getting those men down there. Oh, but Wyoming, the odds are against us there. Are you with me? Well, let's go. Now, we'll circle around and come in from the rear. My guess ain't wrong. They're paying more attention to branding cattle than they are getting caught. You might have something there. Come on. We'd better ride easy, though. Keep your gun ready, Joe. We miss, we're goners. Oh, hey, wait a minute. There's a lookout up there on that rock. Hey, he could give us some trouble, all right. Ah, uh, plenty. But with him out of the way, we could cover the rest of them before they knew what happened. Then I'd reckon I'd better remove him. Ah, uh, well, man, he'd, he'd be mighty easy to miss from here. He ain't no harder to hit in a tin can. Shall we take a chance? Well, I reckon there's no need to quit now. All right, here goes. Now, the minute I take him off, if I do, make a quick play for those men around the branding fire. Plug the first one that even looked at his gun. But if you miss that lookout, man, what'll we do? Start running for your life. Well, I'll take a chance if you will. Let him have it. Here goes. I got him, Joe. All right, come on. Start reaching you, man. All of you. Come on, get him up. Hey, don't reach for that gun. Oh, that's now, Eddie. Keep reaching. If any of the rest of you want to stop breathing, start making a play for your gun. What's the idea, Puncher? You're going with us. Come on, all of you. Drop your guns and get on those horses. The herd will be safe here, Joe. Let's take them in. Come on, Morton. Find the herd. Not a trace of them, Wyoming. Reckon they made a clean getaway. Well, that's too bad. Is everything all right here? Oh, fine. Oh, by the way, there's five men over in the bunkhouse. They want to talk with you. Five men? Who are they? Don't know. Strangers in these parts. Oh, maybe they're a bunch of cowhands on the loose looking for jobs. But I can't hire all of them. Let's go over and see them. Joe's been keeping them company till you got here. Uh-huh. Why would five men come looking for jobs at the same time? Can't hold us here like that. Hello there, Marty. Say, uh, well, what is that? This, Marty, is your rustling party. Well, I'll be... What do you know? Come in, Wyoming. You sent for me, boss? Yeah. Marty and Joe told me about the good work you did on those rustlers. Well, it was just a matter of kind of figuring out beforehand. You can give most of the credit to Joe. Wyoming, don't you think your education is about complete? What do you mean? Don't you think you've done a pretty good job of making a real man we call Wyoming out of a mouse that used to live back in Wyoming named Eddie Sloan? What do you know about it? I've been checking up on you for a long time. In fact, I know your case history like a book. So what? As much as I hate to lose one of the best hands that ever set foot on this ranch, I'm going to suggest you go back to Wyoming and collect your reward for what you've made of yourself. She's waiting for you, Wyoming. Thank you, sir. Good luck to you. You've earned it. Somewhere in old Wyoming lives a girl I love. We
Jane. It's been great having you as our guest once more. Heard with our guest star today was Helen Gerald as June, Foy Willing as Marty, Al Slowey as Gunner, and Garnet Marks as Parker. The last string is out was a phrase that meant to walk right in in the early ranch days. A cowpuncher on the road looking for a new outfit to work for or just seeing what was beyond the next hill could almost always get food and shelter for himself and his horse in those days of easy western hospitality. Well, things have changed since then, but hospitality is still a strong characteristic of the modern westerner. And when they're having guests, many Southern California hostesses serve Weber's bread. Weber's bread is always good bread, makes good toast for breakfast, good sandwiches for lunch, and goes well when served with more elaborate meals. When you serve Weber's bread at mealtime or as an in-between snack if guests happen to drop over for the evening, you can be sure that hungry appetites will be satisfied because Weber's bread is always good bread. Remember to buy a loaf of Weber's bread and the blue gingham wrapper. The whole family will like it. And now here is Four Willing with our guest star, Eddie Dean. It's always nice having a good old Hopkins County, Texas boy like you as our guest star. It's always a pleasure to keep company with all you folks, boy. Now, if I have any influence with you, how about another one of those Western songs by the writers of Purple Sage? Good. we got something kind of special for you and all the folks today, Eddie. Yeah? We're going city-fied. Everything is bout and O'Rooney with the Cowboys now. Hmm. Well, I just don't get it. Come on, writers, and let's tell them about the Vought Cowboy. <laughs> you've heard your all-star Western Theater, a V.M. Bayer production starring America's great Western singers, Four Willing and the Riders of the Purple Page. Our guest today has been that great new PRC Western star, Eddie Dean. My name is Cottonseed Clark. 
The Riders of the Purple Sage appeared through the courtesy of Republic Pictures, their latest all-color western being Out California Way. Next week, another great star of the West and the story of the West. program came to you from the studios of KNX Columbia Square. KNX Los Angeles, Columbia Station for Southern California.